Hello and welcome back to another VJ Oncology podcast. In this episode, we have the pleasure of listening to a discussion on novel CAR-T strategies in solid tumors from the IWCAR-T workshop in Tampa, Florida. This roundtable is chaired by Julian Molina from the Mayo Clinic and features Daniel Abate-Dagger from Moffitt Cancer Center and Daniel Wang of City of Hope, who discuss emerging CAR approaches in solid tumors, including gamma-delta T-cells, iPSCs, as well as strategies to improve responses, increase persistence, and minimize toxicity. So I'm Julian Molina, I'm an oncologist, I'm a thoracic oncologist from the Mayo Clinic and um, we had our first uh, morning discussion uh, about uh, the future of uh, CAR T cells for solid tumors. Uh, we're very pleased to see that IW CART now is um, dedicating a whole day for the solid tumors. Uh, this is important because the number of clinical trials is growing pretty much exponentially. I think there is a future for uh, CAR T cells in solid tumors, but uh, this future is compromised by what we're seeing from some of the early clinical trials where safety is impacted and we're not seeing the best uh, results as far as response rates or impact on overall survival for the clinical trials. So today we have uh, two uh, presenters from this morning and they have very clever approaches uh, to the design of these CAR T cells and I'm gonna start first with uh, Danielle and see if you can give us an introduction to your work. Thank you, I'm Daniel Abatidaga from Moffitt Cancer Center and today I presented our efforts in the preclinical development of uh, CAR T cell approaches that use gamma 9 delta 2 T cells as a platform for expression of those CARs. Dr. Wang. I'm Daniel Wang from City of Hope. Uh, today I present uh, my study on uh, using 3D organoidal culture system to generate an IPC-derived CAR-T, and potentially this platform will be used to generate overshot of uh, CAR-T therapy products. Yeah. And uh, Daniel, I'm gonna ask you a question that you were asked a few minutes ago, and is why using a biphosphonate, why using a, you know, salendronic acid to activate a CAR-T cell? What is the rationale? How do you expect this to increase activity of your CAR-T cells or even to minimize toxicity? <laughs> yes, the, the rationale for the approach is that we may engage multiple mechanisms for tumor recognition by the T cells and that way we can maximize the cytotoxic effect and minimize the risk for tumor escape due to loss of the target antigen. Uh, so Solidronate in particular was selected because of the natural biology of this uh, gamma delta T cell subset which can be activated through a series of events that are triggered by the accumulation of phosphoantages induced by solidronate in the tumor cell. Um, we, and we expect that by using this subset of T cells that are very potent killers, but they produce lower amounts of cytokines compared to the alpha beta T cells, we may minimize undesired toxicities and have a more targeted killing of the tumor cells and uh, hopefully we might be able to uh, increase the efficacy by supercharging the T cells with this dual receptor targeting approach. Very good, thank you. Dr. Wan, same question for you. How, what in your approach do you see as a way to increase responses to the treatment with CAR T cells and minimizing toxicities? So actually, there's a main need in the uh, current CAR-T therapeutic because um, to improve that uh, um, efficacy and also lower down the side effect, you know, people want to engineer the CAR-T cells, but however, you know, primary T cell is difficult to engineer and difficult to get uh, 
you know, um, homogeneous uh, gene-edited CAR T cells, but for the iPSC as a cell source, it is easy to be engineered and gene-edited to make a very consistent and homogeneous population of CAR T that actually I, I believe will be uh, used to improve the um, you know, consistency quality of the CAR T cells and make it serve as a overshelf CAR T products. And they are easier to engineer because they are more abundant or because it's easier to actually uh, manipulate the cell? It's because IPC is a very unique uh, cell type. It can be proliferated unlimitedly. However, it can keep the fully potential to differentiate into different cell types, including T cells. Okay. Um, Daniel, I, I have a question, and is are you envisioned that you can do more than one treatment? You know, we usually think on CAR T cells that you get one treatment and then you are done. And now there is some rethinking about, you know, for some patients actually doing tandem treatments and things like that. Do you think that this is a possibility for your approach? I think it's feasible. Uh, we have not explored that in detail yet, but uh, this certainly we may achieve a, an improved effect by multi-dose the same combination of gamma-delta CAR T-cells and soledronate, or we can think of other combinations. And I, we think that we need to understand the biology understanding the, um, underlying these processes in order to define what combination is going to be most likely to succeed. Now, if these cells are going to stay, let's say, in the bones or in the tissues for an extended period of time, we still don't know for how long. Do you also think that it's possible to just give multiple doses of salendronic acid to try to keep on stimulating them? That's the expectation, yes. We think that if, if we can achieve long-term persistence of the T cells, we might be able to pulse the administration of uh, salendronic acid in order to bring them back to the activated state, even if they may acquire a more dormant or um, less activated phenotype over time. Very good. And Dr. Wan, uh, pretty much the same question for you, do you foresee your treatment as something that you can give multiple times, or do you think that this is a treatment that is given once and then uh, there's no weight or room for doing additional you know, infusions of your IPSC CAR cells? So the purpose of IPSC CAR T strategy is, is trying to multiple dose and try to you know, make a huge amount of uh, CAR T cells mm -hmm. and to lower down the cost and make the CAR T uh, therapy cost efficient and also to make the products more consistent. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, because there are a lot of uh, diseases very aggressive and don't have enough time to produce CAR T products and also um, the T-cell fitness is a variable in different uh, patients. And IPSC CAR-T, um, you know, they, because they derive from a healthy donor, and we, we can use a fully characterized IPSC and to produce a very consistent products. So that's an um, attractive, pro I mean, characteristic of IPSC CAR-T cells. Now, in theory, for these uh, IPC cells, you can target different um, antigens, so you can play with the antigens. Do you see this also as an option to have an off-shelf, you know, something that you have on the shelf, and then as you have this particular antigen, I'm just gonna pull it and give it to your, to your patient, or has to be something engineered from the patient's own cells? Because I think the future of CAR T cells is if I can pull a product from the shelf and I don't have to wait, you know, four, six weeks until the product is manufactured for my patient while the disease is progressing. Um, what, what do you see for, for your approach? 
for this project definitely is uh, aiming to you know uh, achieve that overshelf uh, target and uh, you know in theory they will you know get get ready for every target um, uh, IPC CAR T cells and also actually it's also possible you know if you engineer some universal car in the IPC CAR T and um, then you can you know combine with a different uh, uh, target uh, antibody then you can also achieve the universal targeting strategy. Very good. Daniel, how about for your gamma delta PSCA approach? <laughs> so one of the benefits of gamma delta T cells is that since they do not recognize target via MHC restricted antigen presentations, in theory we could think of a highly pure gamma delta CAR T population that could be an off, used as an off-the-shelf type of reagent. So far we have been working in the autologous setting, um, but uh, that's clearly a, a, an interesting application to explore down the road. Um, and it's uh, pretty much in the same line as what Dan was describing. If we have the ability to generate large numbers of gamma delta CAR T cells from a healthy donor, that will simplify the whole process. That was my question. So you can have a healthy donor given these cells and and then you engineer them and then you have them ready for the other patients. So you see this as a possibility for the Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast useful, please leave a review and subscribe on your podcast app so we can continue to deliver expert-led content to you. Follow us on Twitter at VGOncology and join in the conversation. And finally, don't forget to visit VGOncology.com for all the presentations from the IWCAR-T workshop.